TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Are you ready? You want the noise brought on you? Because here it comes. What? The noise brought on you? Because here it comes. This is my job. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Is this show getting more and more difficult for you to do? That's got to be it! Jeff Lutz. This isn't that hard. There are so many great things to do with the human mouth. Why waste it on talking? 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Stand by for action. All right, hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, with you, Max Power, back in the East Studio, producing and engineering the show, 869-1240, the IHOP Hotline, brought to you by IHOP, where guests can enjoy the new waffle combo, choice of a Belgian strawberry cheesecake or Oreo cookie crumble waffle. Oh, my God. Two eggs your way, two bacon strips or pork sausage links, and hash browns. Well, I've never been hungrier. I've never been fuller. I'm just which, imagining uh, that. Which of those uh, waffles would you get? The Oreo. Duh. Really? Cookie crumble? I need to figure out what that is. Waffles don't usually crumble. So I'd be interested in how that works. I like the old tried and true Belgian waffle. Good with that, too. You know something else that I have a craving for, and I'm trying to limit it to once every couple weeks? What's that? And I don't, I try not to eat lunch or dinner when I want this. But I don't know if you've been to Brahms lately. Not lately. They have something called their strawberry shortcake sundae. Okay. My goodness gracious. Well, tell us about it. Well, it's just so good. You know, they have that little shortcake. And they put some uh, vanilla ice cream and then they... They pour over the strawberry uh, topping. You know what I'm saying? Sort of. Sounds good. Yeah, it's very good. Well, ice cream, I mean, ice cream is the greatest thing in the world. And I want it all the time, but I don't have it often either. Well, that that's just uh, remarkable. Uh, and I'm sure this uh, Belgian waffle strawberry cheesecake Oreo cookie crumble waffle at IHOP is just as good. Probably. So we'll send if you not out better. We'll send you out to one of the IHOPs in our wonderful community and have you try them and get back to it. But go to Brahms too because that's a. Well, we love everything. Know, neighborhood establishment to some degree. You mean a neighborhood establishment? Aren't they out of Wichita? No. Where'd they start? Brahms didn't start in Wichita. Where'd it start? I don't know, but not Wichita. You sure? Jeff, then where? <laughs> There's a lot of other places. Yeah, like three. What What do you mean three? Freddie started in Wichita. It's not like there's Brahms in Salt Lake City. It's just a, there's a lot of Brahms all over. 
It started in Emporia. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. I don't agree with that. You don't have to agree. I've never heard that. Where, and where did you get that? Off the Internet, the most reliable place in the world. What year? Well, it just came up. Give me more information. Yeah, you just. Here's what your generation does. Brahms, where did it start? Emporia. Oh, okay. It, it could just say, you want to go to the Brahms in Emporia? Uh, the first Brahms ice cream and dairy store opened in Emporia, a.k.a. Oklahoma City, in 1968. In Oklahoma City. Uh, so we've already hold corrected on. you. William H. Bill Brahm, this is weird, was a son of an was a son of in Henry H. Brom, the owner and operator of a milk and butter processing plant in Emporia. Okay, so, so, the it started in Oklahoma City, right? But no, there's no but. The it's, origin story. Yeah, he had a relative in Emporia, but it started in Oklahoma City, a, which a relative in Emporia who was doing milk and butter processing. But if this, AKA ice thank cream. goodness I called you out on this, because I I know I would have heard had Brahms started in in Emporia. All right, and you just threw it out there like, oh, it's a fact. Well, that's what it initially said. Look, don't care. I delved deeper. All right, where did Sonic start? That seems like it was a southern establishment as well. I'm gonna say Dallas, Texas. Shawnee, Oklahoma. Really? Yes. Whataburger. That's Texas. What you, can you Waco, get? Waco, Texas. Corpus Christi. Dairy Queen. Well, Dairy Queen's been around forever. Uh, that could have started literally anywhere. I'll yeah. say uh, one of the, I believe it's one of the Quad Cities. Moline, Illinois. Jo Joliet. Is that one of the Quad Cities? No. Should be. Uh, Subway began in Bridgeport. Joliet's the home to one of the maximum prisons in the. In oh, that the makes United a lot of States. sense. Then they should be eating ice cream. So, uh, it's remarkable what you don't know. Where do you think Wendy's started? Atlanta, Georgia. No, Dave Thomas was not. Where did Wendy's originate? That, of course, was in Columbus, Ohio. Let's get to Gary, who's on the hotline, sponsored by IHOP. What do you have, Gary? Well, Brahms actually started in Tuttle, Oklahoma, which may be very close to Oklahoma City. And the reason you don't see them everywhere, the last I knew, their delivery semis would only go far enough away from the actual plant that they could make a turnaround and get back every evening. Huh. So it's a family-oriented business is what you're saying. That's what I yeah. said. Yes. Well, Tuttle, Oklahoma is a, is right there by Oklahoma City. So uh, the, the dairy itself is Tuttle, Oklahoma. Well, the dairy. The first the, one opened in Oklahoma City. Is that, I mean, can we go with yeah, that? That's, that's, where are the headquarters oh, that, of That's of possible, but that's Tuttle, Oklahoma. Does Brahms have a headquarters? Of course Brahms has a corporate headquarters. And I doubt that it's in Tuttle, Oklahoma. That may be where the dairy is, but I bet the uh, the office is in Oklahoma City. Right, Gary? That I do not know. 
Well, we're going to check into it. It appears to be Oklahoma City, uh, be, but I don't know. Yeah, it's in Oklahoma City, thanks, officially. Thanks for the insight, Gary. P.O. Yep. All right. Box we don't need the address. You're just kinda scrambling like your, because. Kind of like your phone number. You're just scrambling <laughs> because you said Emporia. Well, that's where the. Now you're trying to get. Here's where how the you dairy work. processing was. You're trying to recover your integrity. No, I'm not. I'm just fine with saying Emporia. Who's holding Max? Kevin for more Brahms. All right, here's Kevin to talk Brahms. All right, I got to back Jeff up on this. If you go to Brahms' uh, website and look at their history, the story is is it all started in, in Emporia with a dairy. They started a chain of stores called Peter Pan, which Bob, you're probably old enough to remember those. I love Peter Pan. Okay, well, they sold off the Peter Pan brand, and part of the deal was they could not sell ice cream in the state of Kansas for 10 years. That's why they opened down in Oklahoma City as Brahms. It's on their website. That's interesting stuff. But again, that's coming to Jeff's defense, but it's also (laughs) coming to the defense of somebody who was wrong. Not necessarily. <laughs> anyway, it's call. on the website. It's pretty interesting. Have a good day, guys. All right, I'll, I'll look Brahms into it. Brahms originated in Emporia. It moved. Not really. It sort of stopped in Tuttle, and then it opened. Not really. And then it opened in Oklahoma City. I'll tell you, uh, my recollection of Peter Pan, uh, the only ice cream store that I remember in Wichita that was Peter Pan was on North Arkansas Street, where I had an uncle living. And when we visited up my Uncle Benny, you remember Uncle Benny? Yeah. Do you remember Uncle Benny? No, I have no idea what you're no, talking Benny about. Benny and Eunice. You don't remember them? No. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, uh, Uncle Benny, who I, that was a great guy, uh, they lived out by the Peter Pan on North Arkansas Street. We didn't have a Peter Pan in Derby that I, at least I don't think we did. Now I'm having a little bit of a... Well, they made great peanut butter. No, they don't make any peanut butter, you idiot. Uh, I mean, why do you why do you make light of these well, Peter esteemed Pan. companies? I'm not making light of it. You know Peter Pan's a character, not anything to do with peanut butter. Peter Pan makes really? peanut butter, a company... But it's not as associated with the ice cream store. Or the character, really, is it? Of course it is. Can you give me some history on Spangles? Well, that's a Wichita company. Of course. What was it originally called? I, I don't remember. Coney Island. That's right. Um, and then it converted into Wiener King. Business went well at Coney Island, but in 1984, the Stephen brothers decided that the name Coney Island was too, too restrictive and could not be franchised, the company launched a citywide contest, which eh. resulted in the name Spangle. Good. All right. Um, You're the just University giving up on of this? Michigan has now been accused of stealing signs in football. Yeah. Uh, stealing signs. The accusation is not that stealing signs is illegal. It's not. But you can't send scouts to do your dirty work. Uh, at a live game or practice. Uh, So that's what the accusation is against Michigan. 
that and they're it in seems practice. Like there's always something going with uh, Jim Harbaugh. Is yeah. he worth the trouble? Probably, um, but it is it is a little too much with him. I would say some guys just can't stay out of the limelight for some reason. They always have to be involved in it. And uh, he's just a snake oil sa- if salesman I got like Jim the rest Harbaugh of them. on this show, here's what I'd say. Jim, we're kind of tired of you. That'd be my first comment. Right. But he but he comes off like he's this wholesome, pristine. Uh, and I like his brother 50 times better. You know, there's no drama with the Baltimore Ravens. Not usually. They just get it done. They have a good team. Except when their linebacker killed somebody, but other than that. John Harbaugh is a good coach. Allegedly. Yes. And every year they seem to be right in the thick of things. And he's a quiet, kind of unassuming guy. And meanwhile, his his younger brother, eh, I'm not into him. Well, his younger brother had a much better playing career. Uh, was a really good quarterback for a while. Yeah, I don't care about he's that. He's won everywhere he's coached. He went to a Super Bowl. He won at Stanford. He's winning at Michigan. So, you know, he's he's got an ego. Everybody has a little bit of an ego. His just is uh, a little bit more out there than most people. You don't need to you don't need to cheat. If you need to cheat to win San Diego State he was at, he uh, won. I don't have much respect for you. Well, I don't know. I don't know too much about the story. How do you feel about that statement? It's fine. But a lot of guys look for shortcuts and ways to get ahead because playing field is, is even in a lot of uh, instances now. Nah, you, 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 if you can coach, you can make your playing field uneven. If you can get guys to really play and perform and, and play at their highest level and, and come up with uh, – uh, new and innovative ways to do things. Coaching matters. It's not just you don't need to cheat. Yeah, but everyone's getting fed all these same analytic numbers and here's what you should do and here's how. I'll tell you what, I designed plays in my life for the uh, Powder Puff football team back at Derby High School. And you know why we won? You know why the juniors beat the seniors? Because uh-uh. of the plays that I designed. Of course. I figured that was why. I had a couple plays in there that no one was thinking about. Well, good, I guess. Why didn't you take them to your head football coach? I wanted them for myself. No, you did? The head coach at that time, by the way, uh, well, not at that time. Yeah, he was. Was uh, Jim Davey. I was going to say Jim Devaney. Jim Devaney? Isn't there a guy? Bob Devaney from Nebraska. Yeah, him. Didn't he coach at Derby for a while? You know, I I would guess now that we've been doing this show this long, people would guess that you uh, either flunked out of school (laughs) or... You think uh, so? Because they taught the history of Nebraska coaching at school? Well, why do I I know know so much more? I know Bob Devaney coached at Nebraska. And I just thought the guy's name was Jim Devaney, but it's Jim Davey, and that's Jim all Davey, good. Jim Davey, who uh, became a very good friend of mine. In fact, you could say that he's as responsible for me being a journalist as any other person is because he saw that in me my uh, sophomore year of high school, and he kind of pointed me in that direction. 
He helped me get the job at the uh, Derby Daily Reporter. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. And I the, all kinds, and the I rest all is history. Of stories I could tell about Jim Davy too. Well, let's go. But nobody wants to hear them. That's true. <laughs> There's there are people who would want to hear them, but they're not enough. Uh, most of our audience would would not enjoy. Well, them. I think uh, you can. Yeah, I don't know about you, but the collective you can make uh, things interesting that people don't already know about. I, can all, I, I can think make, you'd you'd have a struggle with why that. Why do you but. say that? <laughs> no, really. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Unfortunately. Jim Devaney. All right, time for a break. We have picks to make. We're picking five games in the college ranks, three in the NFL. We'll get you up to date with the uh, standings in our picks before we make them. Jason Duda, Max Power will join us next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. This one's called Blue Sky Mine. I mean, mine we care musically. This is uh, from Midnight Oil. All right, uh, we have Jason Duda on the IHOP hotline. Dudes, uh, welcome. How are you feeling today? Not bad. How about you guys? Are you getting better? I think so. Just had a little bug in the house the last couple days. Well, we hope uh, everybody's feeling better. We really do. Although well, Jeff had that. something other to say earlier. Yeah, oh man, it's uh you got to take the days off when you're not feeling good, get that uh get recharged, get re-energized. I got no 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 problem with what you're doing, dudes. I have no not idea what what's going on, earlier. but that's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's make some picks. Let's get to the college games first. We start with a battle of unbeatens in the Big 10. Penn State in Columbus to face Ohio State. Ohio State giving four and a half points to the Nittany Lions. I don't know what to think uh, in any sector of college football this year. I just don't have a clue. So I'm going to say Ohio State can cover that at home for three points. Jeff. Of course, these picks are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. It is America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of Sports Radio KFH. I like uh, the Buckeyes at the shoe. Also, Penn State has not had much recent success against us. Against us? <laughs> sure. Uh, and I got the Bucks for six. 
Jason Duda. Yeah, um, just because Jeff said us with Ohio State, I cannot take them, so I'll take Penn State for one. Uh, that's easy. What, sh- what should I say next to get you off the right pick? Well, you just uh, just try something. It should work. <laughs> All right, Max, your turn. Yeah, Ohio State, I haven't seen them be that consistent this year, but Penn State just went down and beat up on, like, UMass, so I'm taking Ohio State for one. Jeff, the only person with real tremendous surprise because these games aren't like easy to pick. Uh, Here's, by the way, where we are in our standings after seven weeks of picks. Uh, I have the lead uh, with Max. We're both 29 and 27. I have 138 points to Max's 132. Uh, Jeff in third at 26 and 30, uh, but he's in last in terms of games. You're in third in terms of points. Duda had a very good week last week, six and two, uh, now up to twenty-seven and twenty-nine overall for oh hundred and twelve points. Good job, Boy, you Duda. You sound surprised. You sound surprised, Jeffrey. A little bit, a Come lot on. of it, maybe. Oklahoma this is the way State it usually in, works. <laughs> Oklahoma State in Morgantown to face West Virginia, two teams that are four and two overall, two and one in the Big Twelve. Uh, it's an interesting game because I don't think we expected these teams to be here at this point. Jeff, West just, Virginia, three-and-a-half-point favorite. I've uh, picked against OSU uh, the last two weeks against KU and K-State. Um, I might as well let them burn me again. It's tough to win in Morgantown, but I'll take uh, OSU for three. What about you, Duda? Yeah, I think I'm uh, going to stick with uh, Oklahoma State here. I'm not sure about this. These are some tough games. I'll take the three and a half. I got Oklahoma State for three. Max Power. OSU had feasted on Kansas, but now they go to West by God, Virginia. I'm taking West Virginia for eight. <laughs> what? Eight. Yeah, why? Ocho. Yeah, want give to us, give us some uh, background as to why you're so confident. In West Virginia here. I had to use my eight. I picked everything you usually else. use it against the Chiefs or at least some local game. But, hey, I'll, I'll, I respect it. I'm taking West Virginia for two um, only because they're home. Uh, but that's a lot to cut. That's going to – I don't know. Uh, Tennessee on the road to face Alabama. This isn't the national championship caliber Alabama we're used to seeing, uh, but they're still very good. They're an eight-and-a-half-point home favorite against Tennessee. Duda. Yeah, I don't know. Alabama's not, uh, like you said, they, they haven't been that team that you're going to blow everybody out by 20, 25 points. All their games seem to be close. I have no confidence in this, but I'll take Tennessee for two. What about you, Max? Yeah, Bama ain't what they used to be. I think Tennessee can hang and Stay within eight and a half. I'll take them for five. I am also going to take Tennessee for four points. What about you, Jeff? You know what? You guys are all dead wrong. Every, I mean, we, we say this about Alabama, but I look up every week and they're winning by two or three touchdowns. Uh, they're not killing people like they usually do. Well, two or three touchdowns is killing people. And I would uh, say that, again, you're popping off. They beat Ole Miss, right? With, I, I'd say, again, that you're popping off without having much to back it well, up. Well, maybe I don't have much to back it up. That should uh, 
serve your purpose pretty well if uh, if I'm wrong about Alabama. Alabama's ranked 11th in the country. Their wins have been against uh, Middle Tennessee by 14 against South Florida, by 14 against Ole Miss, by 6 against A&M, and by 3 against Arkansas. They did beat Mississippi State by 23. But so that's two games of two touchdowns and one of three. So I was I was close enough. I've got Alabama for eight. No, that's not two games of what a dumb pick, right, dudes? Yeah, I agree. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> just just why? <laughs> exactly. Well, why not? Duke uh, on the road at Florida State. The Seminoles, fourteen and a half point favorites. Uh, we start with Max, this ACC battle. Yeah, Duke's been surprising a few times, but I don't think they can hang with Florida State, so I'm going with Florida State for seven on this one. Well, that's a lot of points, and Duke's not terrible. No, they're not. They've they burned me a couple times this year. Um, I'm going to say Duke, and I'm going to say 4-1. No confidence. Jeff? My uncle used to tell a joke. I don't think I can tell it on the air, but it uh, the premise is if uh, Gatorade had been invented at Florida State instead of Florida, it would be called Seminole something. Uh, FSU for one. Dude, do you have any interpretation of that? No, all I can interpret is that none of that made sense at all. I, I, <laughs> no. I, I, don't, I don't know what he's spewing over there, but good luck to you for the rest of the, the day, second, Bob. I, I, can't, I don't think I can say it. Jason Duda, your pick uh, here. I'll take Duke for four. We're all over the board. This is, uh, this is a, w- a strange week. Moving week. Finally, in the college ranks. Texas Christian visiting Manhattan to face Kansas State. K-State a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Uh, this is, with the with the way K-State's going right now with uh, the, the questionable quarterbacking situation, I think they're going to go with Will Howard. I, TCU's coming off a romp. I, like, I think I like TCU here for five. Jeff, I just came up with something about Avery Johnson and how they should put him in the game. I, I call it unleash the beast and let uh, Avery Johnson just get well, in there. That was my point yesterday. No, I made that one. Uh, K-State for seven. Why so confident in K-State here? I just feel like they got uh, their weapon now. They got the guy who's going to not. He's not starting. He'll play, and he'll play a lot. Duda. Yeah, I don't know. These games are uh... – they're tough. I got a, my five-pointer left for these guys, and I have no idea where to go with it. So uh, just because Jeff went K-State, I'll take TCU for five. <laughs> I like well, that. shows great uh, respect for me. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, Max? Uh, yeah, in spite of the controversy, I think climbing can get them through. I'll take K-State for two. All right, now we go to the NFL. Three really good games here. Detroit visiting Baltimore. The Lions, one of the, uh, I don't know if they're a surprise. I I think they are a little bit, and Baltimore's playing very well as well. The Ravens, a a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. Jeff? uh, The line to me doesn't make a ton of sense, Uh, but that's usually when I'm wrong. 
But I'm going to be wrong if I'm just going to be wrong. I'll take Detroit for five. What about you, Jason Duda? Yeah, I like Detroit. We've been on Detroit all year. Baltimore's looked all right, but getting three and a half, I can't pass that up. I got Detroit for eight. Smart. Uh, Max. Yeah, Detroit's got some weapons, and the defense is pretty good. I'll take I'll take the three and a half and take Detroit for six. I also am taking Detroit for six, although I think we all might miss that one. Probably. Just I, think I don't get the line. And usually when I don't feeling. get the line, the line's right. Uh, Miami, another hot team. On the road to face Philadelphia, both uh, clubs are 5-1. and one. Philadelphia a favorite at home by two and a half. We start with Duda here. Yeah, this should be a doozy. Uh, Miami, obviously, that offense, but they're going to be playing a, bit, a little bit better defense this this game. Philadelphia at home. I got to take Philly. Philadelphia for six. Philadelphia for how many? Six. Philadelphia. All right, Max. Philly's got a good front seven. I think they can get after Tua. I'll take the Eagles at home for three. I don't think you guys are giving Miami enough credit. I've been more impressed with Miami this season than I have Philadelphia. Uh, I'm taking Philadelphia <laughs> to uh, not cover. You got and this. going with Miami for seven. Good grief. Jeff. I've got Philadelphia for two. Well, I, I don't know. What's this uh, What's this non-belief in Miami? You know, they, Philadelphia went to the Super Bowl last year. I understand they're that. They're not a slouch. They haven't seen this kind of an They're coming off a loss. They're not going to lose two in a row. I like Miami here. That's good. Finally, the Chargers visiting Kansas City. Uh, Chargers just keep spinning their wheels. And uh, for some reason, that coach uh, seems to have Teflon. Uh, they are a five-and-a-half-point underdog. Max? The Chargers just can't finish. That's their problem. But I'm taking the SoFi kids over the gender QB for four. Nah. Jeez. I don't think we can go there. Nah, I uh, like Chargers. That. I don't care. Uh, Bernard Pollard will be revenged. Uh, no way. Chiefs uh, always cover for me. They've been my savior every week. And uh, I believe in them, and I go to them. Kansas City for eight. Jeff. Yow. It feels like, yeah, Kansas City should get it going. I keep having belief in them. I'll continue to have belief in them, I guess. They're not losing, but they're not looking great either. I'll take Kansas City for four. And what about you, Jason? I don't know about the Chargers either, but for some reason they play close games. They always play, seem the last couple of years, to play well in Kansas City. I'm riding the Chargers in this. Chargers for seven. What a terrible, terrible pick. They just can't You'll finish, Bob. you regret it. That's their problem. Huh? They can't finish. They're in it, and they just can't finish. They can't get over the hump. That's well, their exactly. problem. But they can stay within the five and a half, I think. Uh, no. Maybe. They got I the don't weapons. Think so. Keelan Allen's good. Now the Chiefs have brought McCole Hardman back. Oh, oh yeah, he's that's gonna have a good. Oh. He's gonna have a big game. Trust me. <laughs> I on don't that. get. I, okay. Trust me on that. Why? 
They just he's did. no different than any other guy they have. Fired up to be. You watch. I'll, you know what, Max? Uh, make sure that this gets replayed Monday. Okay. On the show. I'll write it down. Because yeah. either way, you people will look like fools. Anything you'd like to add, Duda? Come on, Bob. You better hope they cover this one, or else Monday you're going to get a shellacking. I'll take it from all sides. <laughs> I feel very confident in the Chiefs uh, because they usually win for me. They got to win usually. by basically a touchdown here. Right. It's tough. It won't be easy, but I think they will, and you think they will, and they don't, so it's all good. All right. We'll see what happens. Get well. <laughs> we hopefully will see you tomorrow, Duda. Okay. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, yeah. there he goes. Uh, all right, good picks. We'll you hear come. that from Duda? What did he say? At the end, okay, we'll, okay, we'll see you guys later. He was great the whole segment. Then when he said, well, we hope to see you tomorrow. Oh, he'll oh, be oh, here. Oh, he we'll answers well, the bell. Well, we'll see you later. He answers the bell. <laughs> okay. All right, we got a few minutes left in the show today. Jacksonville, New Orleans tonight, the NFL matchup. Baseball starting here shortly in the uh, National League with the uh, Phillies in Arizona to face the Diamondbacks. Later tonight, the Astros trying to even that series with Texas at two apiece. Uh, that's kind of a bullpen game, I believe, for Texas. Houston uh, going with your Quitty, uh, who's Quitty. pretty good pitcher. Uh, I think uh, I think the uh, Texas plan is Andrew Haney. And then following him up, him up with Dane Dunning, I think Houston wins tonight. And then Game Five becomes so pressure packed for Texas uh, as they face Justin Verlander. I yeah, think they're going to hit her. I think too. Houston's going to win this thing. Okay, well, wh- why'd you change your mind? Because of last night. Just one game. I know, but it- the pitching, the way the pitching lines up, that's what I look at. Okay, well, Irquidy's not great. No, but he's better. I I just think he's he's pretty good. Okay, we'll see if a bullpen game. Texas's offense is better than Jose Irquidy, uh, but they're not hitting right now, especially at the top. Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager have been not good in this series. Uh, they got to get it going. I mean, they they yeah, they have a good offense, not in this series. So far. well, we'll see. Josh Young's hitting the ball. He had a home run last he night. He had two. Look at the, yeah, late in the game when it didn't matter. Well, we know he can hit. He would have been rookie of the year if he had stayed healthy. They can't win unless their table setters get on base and start to do damage. That's what Texas is built around. They're one and two hitters. Uh, everything else falls into place. And right now, they aren't doing much. And Seeger looks out of sorts. And I don't know if you get that turned around. You may not. Sometimes guys go into funks. Might be a bad stretch for him. That's my point. We'll see. Man, I wish I could talk this game out with somebody who uh, understood me. What do you mean understands you? Well, I just understood what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. I don't like the Rangers' chances now. Okay. I don't, I'm not going to hold that because against you. you've got you. a better pitching matchup. The next two nights for Houston. Is Montgomery not coming back? I like Montgomery, but I like Verlander better. I think I like Montgomery better right now. You don't like Verlander. I like Verlander fine. No, you can't stand Verlander. 
but they jumped on. on he pitched show. very well, but they got him early last time. Uh, it wasn't in two runs, but I think I prefer Jordan Montgomery right now. Well, we'll see. I think he wants it more. I don't know. Is that a thing? That. I don't know. What, what is that? That's unfortunate that it came out of your mouth. I think he wants it more. I mean, that's a. Verlander's up there waving to Kate Upton. He has the best life in the world. Uh, Jordan Montgomery's pitching for millions and millions of dollars. His one big contract that well, he'll I ever love get. Jordan Montgomery. I'm just saying, I don't know that I like. I, Texas needs to win tonight, or else they're in a world of hurt. Perhaps. That's that's me. Two, two, I don't think is a world of hurt, but that Philly doesn't need to win tonight. They're already good. Uh, I think they will win tonight because I think Ranger Suarez will will be better than uh, than the Arizona starter Plot or whatever his name that is. Fought. I mean, Philadelphia is already up seven nothing in that game. Uh, they might it be. hadn't even started. They'll pound that kid. You would think that guy's going to be a good pitcher, but. You know, rookies in the postseason don't uh, you don't really want to rely on them. No, but he'll be good unless this just Philadelphia is going to win it all. Uh, although I won't believe that Houston's dead and buried until they're dead and buried. Yeah, they're they're the team that's been very there. hard team to put away. And I don't know that Texas is up to it. Doggone it. Why did Houston get two runs, basically? You know, Bregman's still there and Alvarez, but they've lost Correa. They've lost uh, other guys that have been key pieces of that team. Uh, and well, they, they just replace keep, good keep rolling along. They, they replace their really good players with other really good players. Yeah, it irritates me. That's the way that they works. They get Jose Abreu, and he, he comes on in September and in the postseason. And their pitching's good. So they they know what they're doing in Houston. Seven straight American League Championship Series. They are the, uh, the gold standard. And, yes, they cheated, uh, but they're not cheating anymore. At least I don't think they are. And I Jose doubt Altuve it. is a Hall of Famer. Do you agree with that? He's right on that path. That's not an answer. Is he right now? Probably, yeah. That's but what I'm, he'll have. He has, you know, a little work to do, and then he'll be surefire and probably first ballot. He might get three thousand hits. I, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Of course, he's a Hall of Famer. That uh, you took way too long to answer that. Well, I had to think about it. He will be a Hall of Famer. Justin Verlander, Hall of Famer. Duh. Uh, who else on that roster has a chance? Bregman, I guess. Hmm. I don't think so. He's a really, really good player, but he's not a Hall of Fame player. Well, what's he? Uh, he's not that old. I don't know how old Jordan Alvarez is, but if he continues to be this. Bregman's on a good path. I don't agree. He's already at 40 ward. He's not even 30. Yeah, I don't agree. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening today, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be yours truly and Jason Duda on the show. At least that's the plan as we sit here today. It is. Uh, have a good night. See you tomorrow.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 